Good morning, church. And I believe if I hadn't been given this to talk about, this topic on prayer, I don't believe I would have been able to bring it today. So God always plans, doesn't it? Because it's a week later than what it was supposed to be. And today we're obviously on our second week looking at APTAT, pray. And last week, Joe spoke about how we need to admit that we need God in our lives to pray, to give us strength, guidance, and that overwhelming sense to know that he cares for us through everything we go through. And a while ago, God gave me a picture of walls, big, thick walls, strong walls, high walls, impenetrable walls. And it was such an important vision in my life. These walls were so strong that without God's help, you couldn't break them down. You couldn't get through them. And I just felt that I was walking round and round the walls. Again and again, day after day. And nothing was happening. No change, no breakthrough to solutions or situations that were going on. No answer to my prayers. And I felt that God was talking about the walls of Jericho. So today we're going to read from Joshua. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I've given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times, with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priests give one long blast on the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can. Then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. And maybe we don't think about prayer immediately when we read that scripture, when we look at these verses, but I really believe they're significant. You know, walls can be strong and protective. They can be a good thing, but they can also be barriers. Something that stops us in our tracks, keeps us confined, and stops us seeing the victory that God's got for us. You know, the answers that we're so desperately seeking in our lives. Joshua was a servant of God, and in the previous chapter, we hear how he was told to take his shoes off because he was standing on holy ground. Standing on the truth that God can and God is able and only God is able and to be grounded in him. And over recent weeks, we've heard how important it is to dig our roots down deep into what God's got for us. To be really strong so when the storms of life come, we can stand strong in him. We're not blown and tossed around. And in this chapter today, God gave Joshua more instructions. Instructions to walk around the city walls. 
And it didn't come quickly. It wasn't like he prayed and then straight away there was an answer. Him and his army marched for six days, an hour a day, if you read. That's roughly how much they thought it took. But on the seventh day, when everyone's starting to get tired and a bit weary and maybe they're thinking, oh, we'll give up. No, the seventh day they had to walk for seven hours, seven times around the wall. And not just in the same way, but with renewed energy, with blasts on the horns, more vigour than they've done before, even though they might have felt weary. And nothing happened until they did that. Not one brick fell from that wall until they marched and marched and marched and didn't give up. Now, I know when I look out here, we have some amazing prayer warriors in our church, people that never tire of praying, even when the going gets tough, even when there's no answers. But I know for myself personally, I can start out really boldly and then maybe I get to day five of walking around my walls and I give up. I think maybe God isn't listening, he's not heard. I grow weary, maybe I sit down on the route. I take a break when really what God wants me to do is to believe he's already gone ahead of me. He's already marched around those walls. They will crumble. They will fall. And God really challenged me with this. He said, what do you see? Do you see walls? Or do you see bricks falling? And do you know what? I knew I saw walls. I didn't see the bricks coming down. I didn't see an answer to prayer. I just saw this never-ending journey of walls and walls and walls. But God wanted me to know he was listening. He was there for me. He wasn't leaving me. And he wanted me to believe and trust in him. And so I really held on to that. You know, and I look out, and like I said, there's so many strong people of prayer. And we really need people around us. When we're weak, we could be strong for each other. But, you know, God also wants our personal prayers, those little prayers that we speak on our own. However simple, however small, whatever words they are, we, even when we feel they're not adequate, he wants those little prayers too, as well as others praying for us. And, you know, when we pray, other people can notice that. And that can make an impact on others. And that can change other people too. Because at the end of the day, only God can answer those prayers. And I'm not going to get through this sermon without tears today, folks. Because this year I've seen someone very close to me grow in prayer. To pray boldly. And I just want to share this little testimony. My mum had been poorly for a really long time. A very long time. She was taken into hospital before Christmas. And she was transferred to a wonderful assessment unit where she was really looked after. But the sad thing was she never got well enough to come home. My dad started not sleeping. They'd been married for nearly 60 years, never a day apart. 
And he started to look really worn out and tired. And he was getting really low. And the doctor started getting worried. And I did the best I could. I spent as much time as I could with him. But it just wasn't enough. The doctors prescribed him tablets to take to help him sleep. But he's already got other issues and they reacted with him really badly and he couldn't take them. So I boldly told him, God will help you sleep. Pray to him every night and leave your problems at the foot of the cross. And when you do that, God will grant you restful sleep. And he did. And on the nights he forgot to leave his burdens at the cross, he didn't sleep. And on the nights he did, he slept all night. And things happened time and time again when God answered prayers and dad's prayer life began to grow. He didn't see walls. He saw bricks falling down. And he really believed and knew that God would answer him. And you know what? He started to trust him more and more and lean on him. And the more he trusted him, the more his dependence on God grew. He knew he needed God and he knew he could pray at any time. To see the growth in him was like inspirational. It was amazing. His brother lost his wife recently. And when dad was talking to him, his brother is a real non-believer, like, you know, pushes God right away. But my dad told him that he'd prayed and that God really helped him. And you know what? He prayed too. My uncle, my dad's brother, prayed for God to take care of his wife. You know, my dad, a witness for Jesus, despite suffering himself so badly, His heart was aching for mum, but he still shared how much God could help. And we've had multiple conversations about prayer. Do we need a special place to pray? Do we pray aloud or do we pray quietly? Does it matter what we say? And of course it doesn't. Because God says, just come as you are. My mum passed to be with Jesus two weeks ago. So this has been very hard for me to do this today. But I've done it for God because God has helped us so much. And this week my dad said to me, I couldn't have gone through, excuse me. I couldn't have gone through this without knowing God. I couldn't have gone through this without being able to pray and know that we will meet again, my beautiful wife and me, and then she'll be pain-free. And to be honest, neither could I. Now, my dad is 90 years old. 90. You know, sometimes you get older and you think you're too old to change. But in God's eyes, you're never too old to change. My dad's faith has grown amazingly this year. Amazingly. And his relationship with God is really strong. 
you know, I don't know what the walls are in your life right this moment, but I believe God's desire is for us to all see that the walls will come down, whatever we're facing. God is there for us. He will help us. And through us praying, us showing that we believe strongly that God and only God will do, we can inspire other people. You know, Joshua and his army walked around the walls for six days and they saw no change. They could so easily have given up, grown weary, but they stood fast. And on the seventh day, they saw those walls come tumbling down. They walked even longer and more boldly. They never gave up. And they walked with such strong conviction. And God answered them. And I feel today God wants us to see what are our individual walls that we're suffering. What are we going through? Maybe we need healing. Maybe we need to restore relationships. Maybe we don't know, but life is just not right. And we need to say to God, what is it? What is it, God? Help me. Walls that God wants to see come down. Are we marching around? in persistence or have we given up do we not believe that God will answer answer other people's prayers but not our prayers or maybe we believe our words are not good enough but God says however thick however strong the walls are that you feel you're trapped in he is stronger he is more able. He just wants you to believe, pray, and he will do his work. And praying is infectious. My dad prayed and someone else saw. It's catching. You know, last Sunday, I was helping my dad write his tribute to mum. And when I read what I'd helped him write, he said, there's just one thing wrong with it. And I wonder what he was going to say. But he said, we haven't said enough about God. In the tribute, we haven't said how much God helped us. How amazing is that? And it's been so amazing watching him grow during a really difficult, difficult time and how strong his prayers are now. I don't know about you, but I sure want others to see that in me, that when my life is rough and tough, that they see the first thing I do is turn to God and pray because God is able God is able. Jesus prayed all the time. So let us be people that pray and seek God continually through our lives, through the ups, the downs, the mountains and the valleys in our life, the blessings and the hurts. God is there for us. He will answer us. God is always ready to hear our prayers.
whatever words we say. Thank you.